I am Lee Bamber. I am the CEO of a UK development company called The Game Creators. You are listening to Legends of Tabletop. everybody how's it going uh welcome to the live chat for the uh, or the live chat she's so much editing welcome to the live <laughs> stream for the podcast uh if this is the first time you're tuning in uh these uh live shows are edited down and releases mp3s as well so uh we hope you're checking those out they're they're edited down they're you know have sound effects and stuff in them so they're a little bit uh, a little bit tighter uh, maybe a little bit more enjoyable uh, but we appreciate you tuning in, checking it out, uh, whether you're watching us live or listening to us later. Uh, so we'll give you a quick recap, which we don't normally do on the on the Day Trippers game, because usually we just kind of like jump right into some story elements as we get started and, you know, just sort of snowballs from there. But uh, our session six was detox at Reggie's. Uh, most of the session was uh, Reggie and Nash dealing with the ramifications of uh, Ch- uh, Chip's addiction to zoom zoom uh, so he was he was tied down to the bed at reggie's place and you know went through you know all you know a ton of phases of just trying to get him coming down off the zoom zoom there was you know screaming and bargaining and and you know sexual nightmares sexual night well that's reggie <laughs> um so i don't reggie- know why he went and got addicted to zoom zoom i mean like i can't i can't, can't comment on, on on how yeah you know but but Reggie had a plan, which was surprising. The the first part was to get him tied down and start to bring him down, and then the the part two was to call Bento and and get Chip over to uh, Diaspora Ranch because they have like a like a crash bay sort of thing for for day trippers that come back and they're not in their right mind. So uh, so Nash made the call. Uh, we we got uh, Chip over to Diaspora. Uh, they they took him in the back, so he's under he's under sedation. Uh, you know they're trying to work with him. We're we're hoping that he's uh, gonna come back to come back to himself. That that's not a guarantee. Uh, he's he saw some really bad shit and then was addicted to drugs. So that's never a good thing. Uh, we we wound up following up with Bento while we were there. Uh, explained the situation. Uh, what was happening with Susie? Uh, he was a little dismissive at first when Nash was like, "Oh, you know, my girlfriend." Uh, but when we explained the um, the nuts and bolts of the uh, of the somnambula situation, uh, he agreed to help uh, for selfish reasons. Uh, and Reggie and uh, and Nash decided to throw in with them. Uh, he's the 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 leader, the the, uh, the manager, however you want to call it, of Dark Matter Inc. It's a, a, a ex military merc type organization pro, uh, provides security. Uh, so he was able to set us up with some new names, uh, new identities, new PDAs and all that. Uh, so Nash and Reggie took off to Sacramento. They're currently staying at the Anxious Arms. Uh, it was Saturday night when we left off. We had a, uh, a 5 a.m. wake up for champagne breakfast on Sunday. And uh, we'll, I'll kick it over to, to, uh, to Todd and we'll take it from there. I think you've covered pretty much all the important parts. You'll have to 
for our listening audience, I mean, you'll have to go back if you want to figure out what sexual nightmares means. That's a, a little character trait of Reggie's. I feel like we're going to revisit that at some point. <laughs> well, we have to revisit that because uh, that's involved with your with your character structure, right? That's that's one of your life shapers. You're addicted to comenapracil, and that's one of the side effects. So every once in a while, I'm going to throw some sexual nightmares in at you. I, I um, mean, I, I love it. Love it. So, uh, so having left Diaspora Ranch, uh, you've now decided to throw in with Dark Matter Inc. You're right. Uh, Bento is the head guy over there. He is the uh, director of field operations for Dark Matter Inc. They're a mercenary corporation. And uh, if their name reminds you of anything, uh, you should think Blackwater, because that's a little bit what they're based on. Uh, so you've now got your new IDs. You have decided to throw in with Dark Matter. You're hanging out at this at this lovely little uh, <clears throat> uh, motel, I guess is the best word for it. And you've decided to lay low for about 24 hours. Is there anything you guys need to take care of or want to take care of while you're waiting to get the call from Bento? He said it would take him about 24 hours to talk with his superiors and figure out how to handle this situation. Uh, as we faded out on last session, uh, I think both of us had crashed uh, really hard. We'd you know been up for like two days with the with the Marlowe thing, uh, you know, came back to deal with with Reggie. So I think we had I think we crashed at Reggie's for like half an hour, maybe two hours while things were going down. And then when we came back, we just kind of kind of sacked out. So as a, a point of order, we did set up a five a.m. wake up call for a champagne breakfast. Don't say we. (laughs) (laughs) We are a team. Also, uh, I also have written down two bullet points here. Slucking and fleeping? Yeah, that was... We were trying to determine what to call sleep fucking. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was one or the other. I'm glad I wrote that down. Then I feel like that was an important bullet point that we should hit upon. (laughs) And I'm very pleased that that I now know why I wrote it down. Good. <laughs> I, I will point out that we're in a two-room suite and my door is locked. <laughs> <laughs> I will also point out that Reggie does have a lockpick set. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and uh, he uh, not only with the sexual nightmares, uh, sexual sexual sleepwalking, uh, <laughs> sexual lockpicking. All right, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> All right. So, do, so do we want to we want to bring this in with the uh, the phone ringing at at five a.m. and is it so? Is there like a central sitting area? Is there a phone in each room? Like, how are we sort of set up? There is, in fact, a phone in each room, um, but they're the same line. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So both of your phones ring. Uh, it's ah. a it's an it's an automated voice system. So you get your wake up call. It's time for the Sunday morning champagne brunch. Nash just like reaches out and swipes the phone off the table and it clatters to the floor and you can hear like, and then, you know, your wake up call is arrived at five o'clock, blah, blah, blah. Son of a bitch. Reggie. So he, he rolls over to try to go back to bed. I guess. And then in the intervening like thirty no! seconds before the phone starts to beep because it's off the fucking because it's oh, the- so much blood. 
son of a bitch. That'll get him. Flicks the cover back over, you know, grabs the phone, slams the receiver down, stands there for a minute. Uh, you know, the cat looks like completely perplexed because he was probably, he was like sleeping, not on my head, but like on the pillow. So almost like a hat. So he's on the pillow looking all kinds of pissed off. He stands there for a minute, try to collect himself. And then I guess he hears you screaming. (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) He exits his room, goes to the other room, just starts banging on the door. Reggie, Reggie, get up. Uh, I'm up. Wait. No, no, okay, now, now I'm up. All right, all right. Uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah. What, what, what is it? It's five o'clock. They gave us your friggin' wake up call. Oh, champagne breakfast. Thank you. Oh, I'm glad you did it. I, I'm gonna get my stuff cleaned up. I mean, I'm gonna get my stuff uh, put on, put together, put myself together, and uh, we're gonna head down for a nice champagne breakfast. You know what might be a good idea, you guys, is start getting in the habit of calling each other by your pseudonyms. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, very happy that I found that sheet of paper. Uh, yeah, we can write. That's, you know, Nate, I was, <laughs> I've been doing some thinking. We should probably try and call each other by our pseudonyms. Get used to it. Little practice. Uh, yeah, uh, sure thing, uh, Brandon. Hmm. And uh, you have to re- refresh my memory. We. Who are you again? Uh, Stefan. Stephen? Yeah, okay, sure. Stefan. It's it's Stefan with an F, but you know what? You could call him Steph. I don't know. All right, I'm going to figure this out. Stefan. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Stefan. All right. Nothing's going to go wrong. What was your last name? Takash. 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 Just stick with Stefan. It's it's fine. You would never call me by my last name. Yeah. All right. Well, my last name is Nish Nishim. It's Nishim. It's the sheet. It's just like it's just like it's written out. It's not that hard. Nishim. Nishim. Okay. All right. I've got it. Brandon. Like machine. But machine. Well, now all I hear is machine. That's all I'm going to hear now. Stefan Takash and Brandon Nashame. You got it. We did it. We, yeah. He's, he walks He goes back to his room. <laughs> Actually, he goes into the bathroom because he wants to get in there before Reggie. <clears throat> all right. Um, as you guys are getting ready to, to go gearing up, let's... Let's figure out what your plan for the day is. Is there anything that you feel you need to take care of tactically or strategically? Should we gear up? We got got some money. Should we try to get some gear? I have my kit. I brought that with me when we went to the ranch. So I still have my military perk kits, my my gun, my knife, you know, rope, all the shit we would normally have if we were going to be going into combat. I have that. All right. Um, I, okay. Well, in that case, I suppose, I mean, I've got a stealth pro kit. I still got the Uzi written on here. Um, I think I take a hit 
I, I don't know why I'm thinking this way, but I think Reggie just pr- would probably be more comfortable with like a larger gun. I think I'll, I'll get my full bonus if I get a larger gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can we can definitely, uh, you know, head head to the gun store. I we'll probably need to refill ammo anyway. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, they're waiting for Bento to call. Like Nash doesn't have anything. Like he was like, get out and and lay low. So he is content to do that. Um, if we're gonna go out, he would, you know, definitely like pick up a ball cap like the first like, at the 7-Eleven you know pick up a oh, baseball cap and put that on uh, uh, I'll, t- I don't, I'll tell you what are you, are you trying to look like a tourist maybe nah I mean just like just blend in so like you know if there's facial recognition like maybe the brim of the hat you know throws that off so he's not as just visible walking down the street to anybody be like oh there goes Jack Nash you know Gotcha. Okay, so a hat, maybe some dark glasses. Yeah, a pair of sunglasses, like a pair <laughs> of aviators. If you think that it's, if you think it's, it's best to just wait. We don't have to do any of that stuff. I just, it was just in my, on the forefront of my brain. I'm fine with the Uzi. I was just throwing something out there. We can wait until but we. You can, you can definitely head to a gun store. The reason I mention it is because when you last spoke to Bento, which was late last night, mm-hmm. he said he would need 24 hours. It, it is the weekend. He has to talk with his superiors, inform them of your situation, uh, let them know that he has given you false IDs, and talk about how they want to approach the situation. You guys have now onboarded, so um, it's it's not official, but sort of unofficially can consider yourselves employees of dark matter. But you have a day, because he said it would take him a day, so you're probably not going to hear from him until tonight. And that... So that leads me to my question. If there's anything you want to take care of tactically, you have Sunday to do it. Sure. And then, or we can just sort of zoom ahead to the call from Bento. No, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that's a bad plan. Like if, you know, if Reggie feels more comfortable with, you know, with a, a long arm uh, and that's something that we can reasonably accomplish. Like, I don't like in this future, if there's uh, you know, a 24 hour waiting period or a week long waiting period, or if we just like, you know, walk in and buy something. I assume Bento could probably provide something if we wanted to have not on the books. I mean, we would be purchasing under a different name. Correct. But- the The waiting period is just minutes. Okay. Um, not all- not the places I go. Get right in. I'll get my stuff. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to when it comes to common civilian, you know, over the counter uh, armaments, you can't get any of the really fast fancy stuff. Like you know, you're not going to get uh, you know, EMP weapons or laser rifles. Um, but you can get things like, uh, you know, standard standard slugs, handguns, shotguns. You can get uh, non-lethal weapons like compression rifles, which basically just shoots a, a bolt of air, highly compressed air. It's not a long-range weapon, but uh, it has the advantage of you don't have to be a real great shot. Yeah. What, you can what buy you st- stuff like that over the counter, and it only takes minutes for the background check. Yeah. Well, what do you say? What do you say we 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 hold off and see what Bento's going to provide, right? Because then we're completely off the grid, even with the new names. Uh, if, if if you want to go down, I I guess we could go have champagne. I, look, I'm probably just going to have coffee, but if you want to go down, we could check it out. 
Uh, I'm gonna have to call around a couple places to see about Borden Jasper. Uh, well, may- maybe maybe just room service then. I'm totally fine with that. I think you're yeah. right. I think you're right. We need to just at least get to this first contact uh, without any unnecessary risks. I'm on board. All right, that, that's that works for me. Okay, just spend a quiet day. We could recuperate a little bit after our, you know, long couple of days. I found this deck of cards. How about some go fish? Yeah, sure, sure. But the way I play, we play for blood. And he flips out a switchblade, and then we <laughs> smash cut to the next whatever. <laughs> Reggie's right. hands are bleeding a little bit. <laughs> Let me show you how Damn we you play Mumbly Peg, where I come from. Damn it, you're a good go fish player. <laughs> so, so, it's, so it's room service. Um, so you're running out uh, to get to get a little bit of disguise, a little baseball cap and sunglasses. Is that happening? Yeah, I, I think I'll probably do that. Okay. Do you guys go out together? I, I mean, I, I would. I would. It would be buddy system. Okay. <laughs> uh, you have uh, no encounters on the streets. Um, the, uh, uh, the town is, it's pretty quiet. Uh, it's a Sunday and not a lot going on, but there, there is in fact a gun store just a few blocks down. If you wanted to think about that, (laughs) you get back up to the room, uh, you have your breakfast and I imagine that you're flipping through your, through your PDAs, looking up the details of your new identity so you can get used to who you're supposed to act like, who you're supposed to be. And um, Stefan, that's Nash, mm-hmm. um, you come across a, a, a breaking news video on the, the local local news channel that catches your eye because there's a hand-drawn picture. It's a wanted suspect. Holy shit, that looks like Fitch. So he, he like he's scrolling through and like just the, the black and white pic kind of catches his eye and you know, scrolls back down and it doesn't dawn on him right away. And he's like, you know, I escape. And he looks at the picture again. He's like, what? Fuck. Uh, fuck, fuck. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, come here. Yes. They're in the, they're in the middle of an audio feed. You can hit the button to hear what the, what the anchor is saying. Yep. I, I turn it on as I'm walking towards you. As you turn it on, she's, uh, she's just completing a sentence. Sam Dunbar and Josh DeRosa, and here you see two photographs of the guys that came after you a couple days ago at your house. Security guards for Somnambula Incorporated. Their alleged assailant, Benjamin Fitch, is on the run. If you've seen this man, and here comes a picture of Fitch again, you're encouraged to not approach, but alert the local authorities. Once again, Benjamin Fitch wanted for the murder of Sam Dunbar and Josh DeRosa of Somnambula Incorporated. And now with the weather. Fuck, they set him up. Oh, shit. But here's the thing. I, I think they I think they fucking killed him already because he's not, he's not around anywhere. I, I think they're just fucking covering up that their guys got fucking whacked. Oh. I mean, technically, he did kill them, but... I think this is where the spin begins. Jesus. And uh, wow. Well, I mean, I, I, 
National League. Better this is, him uh, than us, huh? Well, I mean, uh, we're, we're kind of in, in the best position we can be. I mean, what are you worried about them coming after you now? Well, I mean, they already tried to kill me once. I mean, that, but I mean, that, they can't. I mean, they're, they're framing Fitch, you know? I mean, I think a, a, an obvious move if, if you were on the radar screen would be to frame you and say that you're wanted. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean... It's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But if... Yeah, shit. I mean, he was expendable. So, I mean, for them to... And he kind of hangs his head and he's like... I, I, well, where's Susie then? I I think... I, I think they killed Fish and they grabbed her. and And they either wrote the note or had her, you know, while she was in that state, write it. Yeah, that looks to be exactly what happened. I don't think anyone's going to find Fitch. I don't. I don't believe so. No. But I mean, like you said, the saving grace is that it—it's not me, right? So I mean, we do have some latitude still to to operate. I mean, maybe they feel like they're they're safe in their glass tower. I mean, who am I? But just you know. Fucking ex-lieutenant. You know, what the hell am I going to do? Well, we're caught up in Blackwater now. That's a, that, that's a position of strength. So, but we'll bide our time. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait for Bento. Um, I mean, if they, if they look into Fitch's background, I mean, my name is going to come up for sure. Uh, we should probably not really be out and about. Nope, I agree. And I think we should tell Bento that of this uh, development. See if he has anything to offer. Yeah, yeah. Although, I mean, so so we're out of town. Like, we're out of where, you know, Fitch and I live. So, I mean, there's that as well. I mean, we're, you know, I'm not at, you know, in any of my old haunts. Right. Uh, we could say I, we knew that you lived like an hour south of Sacramento, which I'm thinking is somewhere like Salinas or Modesto. Uh, now you're right on the outskirts of Sacramento. Okay, I'm gonna put lived in Modesto. I don't think we ever established that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We just knew it was like an hour south of Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. I mean, things are in our favor, I guess, to a greater or lesser extent. Uh, we're we're off the radar. We're we're thrown in with uh, with dark water. What'd you do with dark your old matter. with your with your old PDAs? I mean, if Bento didn't take them, I probably just would have smashed. I don't think I had a phone anymore. I think I lost my phone at some point. Right? I threw it out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. It got <laughs> run over on the freeway. And, <laughs> and Chips is is on the red planet. A ret. Uh, <laughs> So I, I guess Reggie. I That's mean, right. so Reggie's the only one who now what's who this question applies to. What'd you do with your PDA, Reg? Um, I'm sorry. I mean, Brandon. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. <clears throat> now I've been working on this, so don't don't judge me. My name is is Brandon Nishim. What I did with my PDA was I threw it in, uh, into the uh, toilet. And I just let it short out on its own, and then I, <clears throat> and then uh, I smashed it to bits after the water had damaged it beyond re repair. Re okay. Repair. Okay. 
Good. Are you you're trying to do a fake voice? This is Brendan Nashim. <laughs> Nashim. Yeah, yeah, you had it the first time. Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. I did. Oh, oh. Reggie's eyes go cross for a couple seconds, and he snaps back. Wow. Okay, so you're not traceable via your PDAs. Uh, if anyone had been tracking you, then late last night that stopped. Um. I guess, though, the trail, if anyone had been tracking you, the trail stops right here in the toilet. Well, did you do it here or Diaspora? Where? At what uh, point? At, at, at Diaspora. Dias, diaspora. Okay. All right. That's yeah, good. no, I did it. I, I took it into the bathroom as soon as we knew, and I, I gave it a swirly and uh, I smashed it to bits. That's fair. I guess that was off screen. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And, and, it, and was. It, makes sense. it makes sense because it took Bento a little while to, to arrive back again with the PDAs for you guys. Yeah. So you had a little time knowing that it was going to happen. I purposely did it off screen so that nobody would know about it until this moment. Not even us. Right. By us, I mean it, uh, not us. Never mind. All right. Anything else to fill out the day, or should we just zoom ahead to the call from Bento? Anything else? Any other errands you need to run? I, I oh, think you want to find a place for Jasper. We can assume that you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would, he would, he would make some calls. So he would, he would try to, f he would look up other stuff about that breaking story to see what other information he could find to see if his name had been brought up. Oh uh, yeah. To you know, to look to see what information they had about Fitch, see if they made things up about Fitch. Um, uh, they do say in uh, in some of the stories that Fitch's. Uh, a, Fitch is known to have an accomplice. The accomplice's name is not mentioned, and there's no eyewitness. I'm shit. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he would he would follow that off and on over the course of the day, and, and like you had said, he would you know just kind of go through what his new life is to see, like, oh, I should be at Ridge Club or you know, whatever should I be at work? You know what, like to what level I assume not work since we're going to be with them and that would be an inconvenience for everybody. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he, he would just kind of look to see like what things he should be doing. You know, yeah, you, you've been given people whose, whose data wakes have been wiped. There's no particular activity that you're expected to be engaged in. Um, a little later in the day, there's another news story that comes out that says uh, they, they update the background of Benjamin Fitch. Uh, they mentioned that he's a uh, ex-military and that given his field expertise, uh, the police have widened their search. They assume he may be hiding out in the wilderlands around Sacramento. So he's like, ah, fuck. They either they're looking for Fitch closer to where we are or they're looking for us and they know we bolted. Or... Or maybe this, maybe I'm way off here, but what if Fitch is alive and they're actually really looking for him and he's trying what? to find you? What's I'm saying? It could be. I mean, it says they're expanding the search, but I mean, I, I kind of feel like we need to work under the assumption that, you know, Fitch is, Fitch is, you know, he's gone. Right. I, I don't think he factored into our new situation at all anyway um, until for some reason we're in the crossfires of all of this it's not our problem right now 
We have to just stay the course. We'll hear from Bento, and we'll just lay extra low now and keep keep watching these reports. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't it? I mean, Fitch, Fitch got involved with this because of me, because of because my relationship with Susie. I mean, I, you know, it's easy to say. I mean, he was my, you know, he was my friend. Oh, no, I'll get it. But is it worth throwing it away at this point? Oh, no. no. I mean, it could also no. be a complete trap. Yeah, but no, I, 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 he, he like, you know, he rubs his head. He drops down in the all chair. Right, all right, just sit, sit, have your, your coffee. Just, just sit and just try not to just take a deep breath. Relax. You, you, you have anything? I, you have anything I could spike this coffee with? Uh, I think he went out and got some whiskey last night before you passed out. <laughs> oh yeah, I did, I did get some whiskey, but yeah. So Reggie's eyes bottle. go wide for a second. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out the the thing of Zoom Zoom, and then oh no no, puts it back, and then oh whiskey you're talking about? Yeah, it is a bottle of whiskey. I thought you meant. I, no, never mind. <laughs> he doesn't like he he's he's in his own head at the moment, so he yeah. like he didn't catch any of that. No. So he like, takes the bottle from you the zoom zoom. <clears throat> oh no, no whiskey, whiskey. You want whiskey? Got it. And, and yeah. he, he dumps more than a shot's worth in the in the cold coffee, the now cold coffee. the shit. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. No. You take. You do that. You take the lion's share, and Reggie will sit down and just kind of like wait, and just. Watch his friend, and start sipping whatever whiskey's left. No, oh, I mean if it's a full bottle, like so, like he probably had about a third of a cup of cold coffee left, so <laughs> he, he just topped it up. It's overflowing onto the table, <laughs> <laughs> and he. That's uh, actually just going to be all whiskey if you keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're feeling a little bit looser. Uh, the last thing you want is Nash on Zoom Zoom right now. But you're a little bit relaxed now. Um, there are no more uh, major updates on the Benjamin Fitch case over the course of the day. We roll into the afternoon and then into the evening. Feel free to jump in here at any moment with anything you want to do. Reggie has fallen asleep on the chair. Um, I think I think Nash is just if Reggie's asleep, he uh, he he kind of winds up getting you know into his own head. Uh, I, I mean, he he doesn't like hammer the bottle, but you know the 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 first coffee and whiskey kind of like like settles him down a little bit, but then it also makes him a little bit more introspective. So he just kind of like, you know, like kind of just kind of goons out a little bit. Like Reggie's sleeping, and he's not sleeping, but he's not like really into whatever's happening. You know what I mean? Like he's he's just. Now, I, I know that Nash has a history with alcohol. Have, have you been on the wagon for a while and now you just fell off? Yes. After, after the after the attempted suicide, I, I have to imagine he probably went cold turkey, right? Like, I, I think that would be – I think that would be the thing. So, yeah, so th- this would be, what, like a couple of months after after that incident, I guess? All right, so I want you to give me a psyche roll. Roll as many dice as your psyche. Tell me the highest number. I hope that we didn't discuss this in the past because I don't think Reggie knew that about you. Uh, I, my high is a two. <laughs> oh. Um, 
Why does everyone get addicted to shit around me? <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. facility. You're you're codependent. You end up <laughs> you end up polishing off that bottle, and by the time Reggie wakes up, it's after dark, and you're thinking hard about going out and buying another bottle. You're you're kind of toasted right now. Yeah, yeah. So like the bottle's tipped over. There's there's whiskey on the table. Uh, his his coffee mug is like turned over because it's empty. Like he's to the point of almost angry drunk. Yeah. Fucking goddamn bottle can't go out. It's fucking what? Fish. Fucking Reggie. What Reggie. the holy hell is going on in here? What have you done? Uh, what do you, what do you mean? Fucking this is a whist. Fine. I'm fucking, oh my god. It's uh, Reggie goes over. What the? What, this uh, are you this much? What has what's happened? What do you mean? What's happening? Fucking sit here. Can't get oh nothing to do. Can't fucking go anywhere. <laughs> fucking Susie's gone. Fitch is gone. Fucking you're I probably gonna him. go to the people behind myself. Don't take my Reggie. Don't take my cat. Reggie. Slap Ah, fuck. Stop. Stop. You're right. He's toasted. He's. He throws a haymaker at you. Blocks it easily. Put you yeah, in a very in nice, a very nice, comfortable hold. All right, just relax. Put put your hand on your chest, and I I push it down to the bed. You're just gonna you're gonna lay down now, okay? You slow to stop thrashing. Stop thrashing. Fuck you. Uh, fuck thrashing fuck around. all this shit. Jesus Christ, what? Uh, can I do some sort of a roll to see if like this is because he seems. I mean, this it wasn't. It was like a partial bottle of whiskey. Would I be able to discern if maybe or not I? Helped him get back into an issue. Well, I assume if we bought, if you bought it last night, it was a full bottle. So, like, if you had, well, I think I, cra- I would have like, cracked it. You probably cracked it, but then you were also really tired, and you both fell asleep really quick. So, I think it was mostly a full bottle. Okay, so I guess he would be pretty. <clears throat> I mean, even if you had some, right? Like, if you were drinking out of a rocks glass while I was chugging. Oh my yeah, coffee. yeah. Okay, yeah. My my frame of reference. I don't usually drink that myself, so. All right, I gotcha. Yes. All right, so never mind. I don't know anything about this. You lay down here, uh, and just you need to sleep this off. Jesus Christ. And Reggie starts going around and sleep anything and fucking fine. Do you want to just go get some more fucking give me some beers or some shit? Yeah, all right, I'll go get you some beers. Yeah, it's I'll get you beers, all right? Okay. Yes, yes, that's right. I'll get you some beers. You just stay you stay in bed. Stay in bed. And all go get you fine. I'm not getting him any, any fucking motherfucker. You're getting all shit faced. You're all right, tossed, mate. This is ridiculous. What? What? I'm I'm cleaning up your mess. It's all right. Just, fucking, this is a mess. It's like, a go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. sleep. This is with, fucking bullshit. Dream of. All good times with hey, I'm gonna sleep, you fucking run. We're, we're gonna sleep. Go to sleep. Just shut the fuck up. And put her to bed right next to you. <sighs> like he puts his fingers in his ears like a five year old. <laughs> and R- Reggie gets uh, gets cleaning up the room, cleaning the messes up. All right. Yeah, the room is quite a bit of a mess because. Uh, Nash's dexterity has been affected, and so he's kind of like knocked things over, and he knocked the table over when he tried to take a swing at you. The room is a bit of a mess right now. Um, Do I pass out? Well, what what kind of drunk are you? I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that if 
you have guilt issues dealing with a failed mission going all the way back to when you were enlisted. And now you've got a compounded guilt issue over Susie's disappearance. Now Fitch's disappearance. And let's not forget Chip. I think you're probably in a fucking emotionally morose state and feel personally responsible for all of these, which you view as failures. Yeah, my fault. I don't even know if you can sleep right now. <laughs> I, that's completely fair. Uh, so he he pushes on bed. He like turns around and starts cleaning. Probably an emotional wreck. That's what I'm thinking. Because you've got you've got two life shapers that are overlapping here, and then on top of that, Chip and Fitch have been added to the pile. Mm-hmm. So as as Reggie turns to go and start cleaning, he's like curled up fetally and just. Like sobbing. In fact, you might feel like doing a character development scene. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. So, 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 how do we go about that? Like, what's the? Uh, well, it's an opportunity for us to either get a look into the background of character, like you could do a flashback, or go deep inside your head, and you tell us how you feel by giving. Maybe you're having nightmares or visions or some sort of symbology going on in your head. Uh, you can even use it to justify spending character points to give us uh, insight into some skill or ability that we didn't know until now that you have. Yeah. Uh, probably, yeah probably pass on the last one. Um, I mean... And I don't want to twist your arm either. Maybe later in the in the episode you want to do a, a care dev scene too. No, I mean that one about the about what uh went back when you were enlisted. Have you done one about that yet? I only have a vague idea of how that actually played out. Uh, we've never actually worked out the specific details. I mean, mm-hmm. we could kind of try to do that right now. I'm I'm cool with that too. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. That would <laughs> yeah, that would be like a flashback. That would be all up to you, buddy. Okay. Uh, so he's, he's, you know, like, you know, shoulders, you know, shuddering and, and, and sobbing and, you know, the screen kind of like fades to black and it opens up on some, uh, you know, some dream world mission, you know, some lush vegetation. And he's, you know, he's walking through uh, the jungle with his small unit. Uh, you know, he's looking around like, you know, you get the sense of, of you know, tensions being high and they're moving in, uh, you know, to go to discuss, uh, you know, terms or, or whatever with this indigenous group, which is weird because it's a dangerous, it wasn't a dream world, it was just another world. Um, and they were there to like make contact and like pacify and, and do whatever. So, you know, his, his idea was that they were there to sort of protect and set up a thing where they can, you know, either do trade or, or you know, however, however the, the higher ups saw this happening. And, you know, this was his, you know, it, he's on mission. So he's, you know, trying to protect everybody and whatever. And they go in and they meet this, you know, more, you know, I don't want to say primitive because it seems racist, but, but lower technology group of, you know, indigenous peoples. And, you know, he steps up as the lieutenant and, you know, kind of giving the spiel, like, you know, we're here, we want to work with you, blah, blah, whatever. You know, maybe they have some kind of like translator or whatever. And things just begin to go wrong where there's just, you know, the, the troops start firing. Like there was things going on that he was unaware of 
so as they start firing, then their their small group gets beset, and you know they start falling. So he, you know, was completely taken aback. Like he had no idea that there was some ulterior motive to what was happening. And you know, he, he finds out later that you know they sent them in because they wanted to rape this this little pocket dimension of whatever resources were there. You know, think like you know Columbus you know, sailing to the new world kind of thing where they, you know, it was just, it wasn't a ploy so much to send them there, but, uh, you know, they, they weren't going to, to make friends or make peace or set up any sort of an alliance. They were, you know, the ulterior mission was, you know, we're going to wipe these people out and take all of this. Uh, so he, you know, the guys start falling around him and, you know, he's like, what's the fuck? No, like fall back, fall back. And, you know, the sergeant's just like wholesale slaughtering, you know, villagers and whatever. So he runs back, you know, the, the pilot is still at the, at the, at the ship and, you know, he comes back and, and the guy's like, you know, are, you know, but what's going on? Where, where's the rest of the crew? Where's the rest of the crew? And he's like, they're, 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 they're killing everyone. They're, what the fuck is going on? I, I don't know. I thought we were here to, to, you know, set up, you know, make some sort of an alliance or whatever. He's like, ah, I, I, I don't know. I, I fly the plane. I, I, you know, I fly the, I fly the ship. I don't. He's like, no, get it, get on the fucking ship. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Okay, let me ask you a pointed question here because I, you mentioned in your life shaper that you feel guilt. So, I'm trying to get at that guilt. What is it that you feel you should have done differently that made this all your fault? He, he didn't know. So he didn't. You know, he blames himself that he didn't know and that he wasn't able to then protect his guys. Like, even though they started this, like they, they were the, the impetus behind it. The orders came from higher up and he was, you know, out of the loop. And then once things started, uh, you know, not only was he unable to save them or stop them, he fucking bailed. He left with the pilot. They jumped Ooh. back. And when they got back, Higher ups are like, you know, you did a great job. Acceptable losses. We're going in. You know, we've you accomplished your mission, and he gets the promotion, which makes him even more guilty. Because mm. not only did he want no parts of what happened, you know, his guys died, and then they and then they gave him a fucking promotion and a medal. Mm. So then his parents yeah. were proud because his father was military. So like, oh, you know, you're, you know, I. Cause he, I guess he wasn't Lieutenant at the time. Right. Cause that was the, that was the promotion to make him a Lieutenant. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's just all kind of layers of guilt kind of tied up in everything, the way that it played out. And, you know, his father being like a career military guys, you know, telling all his friends and telling all his military buddies, ah, my son, Lieutenant, you know, he did a great job, got promotion, blah, blah, blah. That's when the nightmare started. That's when the drinking started. That's when the dishonorable discharge happened. <laughs> Wow, that's good. That's good. Okay, so Reggie, I mean mm. Brandon. Um, yes, you you're trying to make him go to sleep, and he he, you know, he's groggy, and he keeps trying to sleep, but he can't, and he's having nightmares, and he keeps talking out loud. You put together this whole story. He's talking out loud while he's thrashing on the bed in an inebriated state. So the the full weight of his guilt comes out of his mouth and, and you hear the whole story for the first time. Reggie would just 
he would stop what he was doing and just stare and, and listen for a few moments. And then uh, when the full weight of what Nash was saying sort of hit him and I see what is going on inside of his head, uh, probably probably for the first time as it's being laid bare like that, uh, I Reggie would go over and just kind of lay down next to him uh, and just sort of try to comfort him as best he can. I think I, I think he would as a, instinctually Reggie would just sort of do that while he was listening to what Nash was saying. Yeah, because no, literally nobody knows. I mean, he yeah, he might have. I don't know if he even would have told Martez that. Like, that's like a deep-rooted like. I, I don't know that that would have come out. I because he saw her after more to discuss events that had happened. Yeah. On on the jump to Susie's dream world the first time, so I don't think you're the only one on the planet that knows. Aside from the the higher ups and the pilot, maybe. Yeah. So Reggie would basically just. I'd probably just be sitting on the bed next to you, just kind of, uh, I mean, I, maybe he'd be like, you know, rubbing your back a little bit just to sort of whatever, whatever I would try anything just to kind of soothe, soothe or Reggie would try anything just to sort of soothe Nash in any way. It's like, all right, all right. I'll hear you. I'll Do you have any you. psychology skills? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, no. Go ahead and give me a psyche roll. I mean, slip dynamics, lucid dreaming. Not really. <laughs> That's the coolest. Uh, fighting? <laughs> okay. Uh, a psyche roll? Yeah, roll as oh. many dice as your psyche. Tell me the highest oh, number. Psyche, psyche is, is my stat, yo. That's true. You got four of them. Uh, five. All right. It is not easy, but you do manage to calm him down. Uh, he comes Back to the present day, uh, his his breathing becomes regular again, and just then your your PDA buzzes. Well, mine does. Yeah, yours just... does. Oh shit! I, I'll check the PDA. Uh, it's Doctor Lee from Diaspora. Huh? Oh, it's uh, Reggie uh, Nash. It's, oh, never mind. Okay, all right, and I'll I'll, I'll read it. Oh, is, is it a call or a, like a text? Uh, it's a it's a text. Um, right, he says that uh, um, Bento gave him this uh, this uh, node, and he thought you would want to know that your friend Ship is uh, is in stable condition. We think he's past the worst of the the detox, but uh, there's some lasting psychological issues that they've uncovered, and they don't feel that he's. Uh, safe to be released. They're moving him um, to a place called Coral Gardens, which is a psych hospital in Santa Cruz. Coral Gardens, you said? Yep. Okay. And he gives you the node address so that you can contact them. Uh, I just thought you'd want to know. Reggie just sends back. Thank you. I I think when the phone rings, because you're getting up and moving away from me, you know, the cat's kind of like tooling around. You you pick him up and you kind of like... Oh, right, yeah. Put him in front of me. Yeah. And then he just like immediately like wraps the cat up and is like crying. And oh, like, is he? Okay, all right, yeah. all right, okay. Uh, Reggie wouldn't it would say anything to Nash about the text yet. 
not in his state. Okay. A couple hours more go by. It's now like 9 p.m. Uh, in fact, you guys are probably getting hungry. Um, you haven't given him any more alcohol, even though he no. was at, he was asking for it. But I you do calm not. him down. You keep him on the wagon. And at about uh, a little after 9 p.m., maybe you have room service come again because you guys yes. are getting him. Get some food into him. Get some coffee into him. Uh, he's... He's still a little bit wobbly, but he's he's not thrashing and he's not flashing back anymore. You've got him through the worst of it. A message comes through on both of your PDAs from Bento. And it is simply an address in downtown Sacramento. Uh, and a time, 9.30. You guys have about 20 minutes to get down there. Jesus, what sort of state is Reggie in? I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, Nash. <laughs> Not good. Stefan, <laughs> he's not in he's not in a real good way. He's he's a little bit wobbly still. His eyes are all puffy and red from crying. Luckily, I have experience moving someone who is uh out of sorts. <laughs> well, this is this is easy. I've got this. <laughs> all right. Nash. Nash, let me let me take a look at you. What did we got we got called? Bento. He's just like he's he, like he's like over in the chair, you know, arm, you know, forearms on his knees. He's got the the phone in his in his palm. Coffee. Uh, Food. I mean, I guess. Fucking. Like, like matter. Now? Bento. Twenty minutes. Oh fuck! How long is it going to take? Sacramento. Yeah, it, it'll only take like 10 minutes to get there. So you guys can call a car and, and get some food and coffee. And you, in fact, you, you might even have enough time to jump in the shower real quick. Reggie throws Nash into the shower. And turns <laughs> on. So like you yank me up, take the phone out of my hand, and like just push me at the bathroom. This is going to work. Trust me. Just shock cold. <laughs> so he, he get like he's in. Uh, I guess he's in his clothes, right? Mm, no, I would. I would strip you down. All right, so he, he kind of like he fights you because he knows you're like a fucking weird dude. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not my type. I appreciate the effort, I know, but you're not my type. So just take these knickers off. All right, all right, come <laughs> get in there. Oh shit! Shit! Fuck! God! Oh, uh, this is great, bitch. You feel better now. Oh. Yeah, welcome back. Oh Jesus! You lost fuck. your ears, then. Turn it off, turn it off. Jesus Christ. All right, all right. Give me a heart attack. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, you get that blood pumping, you know? Oh, man, that fucking headache. Son of a bitch. Reggie, yeah, grabs you your, Reggie grabs your head and, like, open, like, forces open your eyes, take a peek, takes a peek in your eyes. No, no, I gotta check it. I gotta look. Okay, all right. I mean, you're still pretty wrecked, but, you know, you're a little bit more functioning, so we're gonna get some, some more coffee and, uh, we're going to get some more food, and then you're going to be great. We're going to go. When, We're going to go now. When you, when you say coffee, he does like like a, like a you know, stomach starts to roll. Like he's going to heave because he had whiskey oh, in the oh, coffee. He's like, oh, maybe not. Maybe not coffee. <laughs> give me some water. Fucking water. Let me yeah, get dressed. Get the fuck out of the bathroom. Nah, the fine, fine. Oh, something I haven't seen before. <laughs> he closes the door. So yeah, so he he like takes a moment to try to like collect himself. He turns the water off, you know, towels off, kind of like very slowly because his head is fucking pounding. 
Uh, Reggie, I imagine you're calling for a car. E yes, <clears throat> I am. Yeah, your driver will be here in 10 minutes. Okay, all right, yep. That's fine, right? That, that's just like a uh, an Uber-type situation or Lyft, right? Yeah, yeah. It's okay, a Lyft right. kind of situation. All right. Done. All right, so he's out of the shower. He's He's dressed again. He still looks not so great, but... At least he's his eyes are wide open, and uh, here comes your car to take you to your meeting. It turns out to be a diner. You guys have just eaten, so you're not real hungry, but uh, there is a table back there, and Bento is sitting at it, and he's got a guy you recognize. It's Agent Rogers, who was your lead car uh, last night, who drove you to Diaspora Ranch. Oh. Oh. Nice to see you again. That's not the soul out. All right, calm, just okay. Don't, don't show your hands so soon. Jesus. Yeah, Bento Bento <laughs> looks at Nash and then he looks at Reggie. Act raises like one here. eyebrow. Act like you've been here. <laughs> I've never been. I haven't fucking come to Sacramento. Just, just shh. Just like any of them. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> uh, Mr. Takak, Mr. Nishim, good of you to join us. All uh, right. My friend, uh, my friend here, Mr. Rogers, has some, some information that he'd like to share with you. Um, Rogers nods at both of you. He says, I've been doing a little research. I've been filled in on the background of your situation. Uh, the girl, Miss Susie Nash. His eye, like he immediately, he's awake. <laughs> we have some eyewitnesses who we assume can be trusted uh, from her apartment complex. We saw her leave several days ago with a couple men in business suits. Uh, we've traced the license plate of the vehicle. Uh, it's a car that was registered to Somnambula Inc. Security Division. Fuck. We, have, we have no reason to believe that she's come to any harm, I want to assure you. And yet it does seem that she is in their custody. You also may be aware that your associate, Mr. Nash, is on the run. We've you, not been able to. We've not been able to locate him. Apparently, he lost his PDA or smashed it somewhere along the line. Uh, as far as we can tell from our contacts uh, in the Sacramento PD, the stories are true. We assume Mr. Fitch is alive and hiding out somewhere in the hills around Sacramento. So he he like. You know, just like lets out a breath and kind of sags back into the chair. He's like, ah, oh. oh man, at least he's safe. Oh, shit. That's, 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 I guess, a little bit of good news. They, they, they have her. Okay. All right. Well, we, we kind of knew that. That's what we figured. Uh, all right. So, uh, like, he, you know, he slaps the table. He's like, what's the plan? What, uh, what are we going to do? This seems like a high level target, gentlemen. Rogers looks at Bento. Bento takes over the conversation. We have nothing here that would enable us to go in with or without the authorities. There's not a shred of evidence that we could use without calling a lot of attention to the slip and the history of you gentlemen, which would only pull in the fugitive Benjamin Fitch. That's a route we would prefer not to take. I've come up with another plan. It's not uh, the best option, but it is an option. I'm gonna lay it on the table. We can set you guys up with press badges 
send you into Sendombula headquarters as reporters doing a story on the company. While inside there, perhaps you could find a way to uh, break away and search the facilities. We can have men outside stationed and on the ready for your call. And I would expect you to move very slowly and graciously. We don't want to go in there with guns blazing. Again, we have no legal reason to do so. But it wouldn't be hard to get you inside with forged press credentials. What do you think? My first thought was facial recognition. I mean, they, I mean, I think they know who I am. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, wouldn't they just pluck me up when we walked in the front door? Either that. And the other thing is, I mean, you're so quick to dismiss the importance of having someone like Fitch around who is, for all we know, and right now I've been up close and personal with this whole, with this operation. He was able to get away. He must, he's got to have some information. We'll do our best to locate Mr. Fitch, but of course we're trying to do so without calling attention to our own dragnet since the PD is already out there. So you can leave that to us. When it comes to any internal information from Somnambula headquarters, I can't just go walking in there. Now, I understand that they might recognize Nash, and this is a valuable point, but from what I remember, they have no reason to suspect Mr. Carlisle. No, I, I mean, I, I mean, he's he's off the grid, but I I think you'd be hard pressed to get me. Yeah, I mean, we could get in the front door, but I was going to get you in, but I don't think you'll get in that building, or at least they'll let you in and just let you just entrap ourselves. Although that might be the chance we need if we know they're going to do something like that, or we assume well, that's our at, in. At a character, are there? Uh, personal, like holographic, uh, like this, like, so I'm thinking disguise, right? So like if, if there's like a person, like, so as far as the tech in the, in the world, if, if I could have, you know, uh, you know, hologram or whatever that is over my face so that they can't pick Ooh. me up on the facial, but I don't know if that's a thing that exists, right? So that is a thing that exists. Holographic jewelry and uh, um, augmented reality is, are very common. Lots of people have uh, augmented reality goggles. Some people even have augmented reality uh, contact lenses or cybernetic implants. Um, it, I have a stealth pro kit. I got that's got to be in there. Yeah, that would yeah. enable you. That would enable you to uh, to change his facial configuration so that it might be able to make it past a recognition scanner. You don't want to do anything extreme because he walks in there looking like, you know, Aladdin Sane. So yeah, you yeah. wonder what the hell. Well, like eyes a little wider, maybe, you know, face a little bit more, you know, square or a little bit more round, depending on what is. Right. I'm, I think yeah, I'm seeing you. Maybe and, like and you could also you could also put on some augmented reality um you know, jewelry or a projection over yourself. Lots of people walk around looking like, you know, something out of shadow run. Um, but that, that doesn't necessarily fool the scanner because the scanner will look through that. Sure. 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 Or in a high security zone, they force you to turn it off. Hmm. I would imagine they probably wouldn't be take us taking us in any secure zone so that if we were going to, once we breach, you know, kind of meander away, uh, 
that at that point it wouldn't that it wouldn't matter. I guess because the scanner picks us up somewhere where we shouldn't be, unless um, unless one of us does it, and the other one stays on on the on the the con, and you know it's, it's we sort of kind of keep them distracted that way while one another person goes and tries to get the information. That's more along the lines of what I was thinking. Um, tomorrow morning, there's a press junket heading into Somnambula Inc. Uh, they're meeting in the Somnambula Theater for a demonstration of their latest update to the Dream Deck. We could get you guys into that press junket where you would pose as reporters. And in theory, one of you could break away from the group while inside the building. Well, actually, if, if it's a larger group of reporters, then maybe we both could. But I, I was, I was actually, I was misunderstanding. I was thinking it was just the two of us. But if it's a whole group of reporters, it might be a little, it might be, it's a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, I, if you think this is the best way for us to get in, it's the most expedient way. Uh, the timing just happens to be right. They have a new product announcement coming out tomorrow. Well, if you need us in there, this is the chance we should take. <clears throat> Do you have any? intelligence as to where they may be keeping her or is she being kept on site i'm assuming uh do you have we any idea? assume that we have we have no intelligence actually leading back to the headquarters that is an assumption on our part since she was taken by somnambula personnel right 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 okay i mean i guess that makes sense <sighs> Fuck, she's going to be protected it's going to be hard and I mean, she could be drugged at this point. I mean, she may not, even if we can find her, she may not want to go. I mean, we don't know what her state is. I mean, she was, I mean, she was in and out the last time I saw her, but that's been, you know, a, a, over a week now. I, God knows what, what kind of state she's in. Let me, uh, let me give you our, 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 our best intel. And he pulls up his phone and flips through it. He finds a photo that was taken from a security camera on the outside of her complex. Do you recognize any of these individuals? There's two men in suits who you don't recognize, and there's a woman. Goddamn, if it ain't Dr. Martez. He snatches the phone what? out of his hand, and he's like, that, he starts pointing at the picture, that fucking bitch. I told Fitch, son of a bitch. Or maybe he told me, I can't fuck remember, but she's in on it. And he like slams his hand down on the table. Careful, that's oh, an expensive device. All right, all right, all right, Nash. Okay. <laughs> Pencil takes his phone back quickly. He look, looks around, you know, makes, you know, it's probably like a couple people looking like that, you know, that dick in the fucking diner that's making all the noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns back around. Fuck, she's in on it. God, son of a bitch, she's in on it. She, I, that's who I saw when we came back from the first mission. She was my fucking shrink. Oh, damn. All right. Well, we have to assume that she can identify you, even if no one else inside the building can. That's a, Son of a bitch. That's a caution for sure. Uh, you say that this psychologist was also your girlfriend's professor? Yeah, she that, that was the the psych one hundred and one teacher. She she switched majors. I, I think uh, I think she thought she could fix me. And she's the one who provided the dream deck to Ms. Garp. Yes, um, Somnambula provided them, uh, I guess, to her, and then from her to all of the students. Although Susie was the only one that appeared to be affected. 
if you succeed in locating Ms. Garp, this might perhaps give us a legal angle, and by us I mean you, because what we have here is a potential kidnap. Is it sufficient enough for us to be able to find her when we get in to bring you guys in, or would we also have to get her out? I would say that depends on the situation on the ground. Fair. I think if we if we could get her out, we take the chance for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. We we have to get her away from them, but we. I mean, ultimately, we don't know what they've done. I mean, was her deck tampered with? Was this just a random occurrence? You know, is, are we? Can she be returned to her normal self? I mean, we we don't have any idea of what's actually happening. That's why I advise moving slowly as cautiously as possible. I would not consider this, let's call it first mission, to be an extraction. I would expect uh, a little bit of recon before we made our next tactical move. I'll be just like the old days. (sighs) If you guys can get inside there, find out where she's held or where she might be held, get the lay of the land, and then get back out safely, perhaps we'd have enough information to pursue either a legal avenue or an extraction mission. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. It sounds solid. I mean, I guess, I guess that's what we have to do. I, I, it's not like we can, it's not like we can assault the place. I mean, we, we'd thought about it before, but you know, with just, you know, Fitch and Chip and I, it didn't seem like the best plan. So, well, we can send you in with Agent Rogers here. He's well experienced. I trust him with my life. Rogers nods curtly. Thank you, sir. Uh, he looks at he looks at Reggie because his internal monologue is, "I don't trust this motherfucker as far as I can throw him." Like, I Rogers goes to watch us more than Rogers goes to help us. Like, that's well, you know, he, can, he can watch us work. You know, you know, we're, we're going to be working in there. You know, yeah, you're going to be working with this man. Ah, if he's a babysitter, that's fine. We're 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 doing a job. It's like it's like the old days. We're doing a job. If we, you know, there's been they they send out. Oh, actually, we wouldn't be saying this out loud, would we? Uh, <laughs> well, no. I, it, well, you know what? In a way, Rogers has already babysat you guys once because he's true. When you called Bento last night, Rogers was the guy Bento sent out to pick you up. <laughs> so there's some degree of trust there already, right? You know, there's just something about this Mr. Rogers. <laughs> you, you I, I trust me, him. You can call me Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I'll keep calling you Mr. Rogers. <laughs> You've noticed, by the way, that um, Bento refers to him as Agent Rogers. Agent Rogers. Okay. Agent Rogers. Uh, Reggie, if you're, if you're uh, good with it, I'm, then I'm, I'm good with it. You know, it's uh, this is just like I like I've said a number of times. It feels just like the old days. Uh, this is going to be good. Now, if I could just ask all of you one question, and I want your honest opinion, but I'd like to introduce you to uh, my little friend, <laughs> Br- Brandon Nashim. Now, does that voice work for you? Do you think I'm pulling it off? Brandon Nashim, reporter for the local paper. How, how, how does that sound? 
Is that should uh, I just stick with the? I, I, okay. I think okay. you can. I think you can stick with your normal voice if it makes okay. you more comfortable. But uh, let's not say local paper. Um, Rogers, have you have you got the info packet? Rogers pulls up his phone. Ah, oh, uh, yes. Pushes some some data over to you. It, it now appears on your phone. Uh, these are press badges. You guys are both representing New Vistas magazine. Oh. Right, book, book, book really hold on that accent. I sort of just poo-pooed it away. Uh, New Vistas, I guess it's called. New, New Vistas magazine. That's right. Stefan Dekak and Brandon Nashim, you both have credentials for New Vistas magazine. Credentials includes um, sort of not really high resolution images of your own faces. Okay. I, I guess it makes sense that I wouldn't have to use another different voice. It's not like they've heard my voice before. So I guess you, I could just you can, use uh, There's also a link to the internet note. New Vistas magazine uh, deals with um, dream worlds, psychotherapy, and uh, medical technology that promises to open up new vistas of neurological research. I guess the risk is lower if I'm using my own voice, so I suppose I couldn't. Reggie, just, it's fine. Just worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. It's fine. Um, Has, have our uh, new identities been updated to include uh, employment at new vistas? I don't know how. I assume they'll check uh, everyone who's coming in. Check your records. Pulls out his phone, scrolls up through. As soon as you do it, he makes a sliding gesture toward each of your phones, and you literally see your backgrounds update before your eyes. Whoa. It's a good trick. We have tools of the trade, gentlemen. I think you'll enjoy working for Dark Matter. I think I'm working it already. Well, who put this? Who put this? You used to saying that Brandon Nashim, uh, I, I own six cats. Who put that in there? That was actually already there. We decided to keep some of the original data. It's easier than writing. Oh, man. I wonder what happened to those cats. I don't think you need to worry about the cats, sir. You're probably right. All right. Well, I, I guess we'll, we'll get cleaned up. And, uh, uh, you know, I, you have a car you can pro- provide for us. I don't, I don't know how safe Reggie's car is going to be. Uh, or do you want to stay public transportation out to uh, to Somnambula? Uh, there is a location not too far from uh, Somnambula headquarters. Uh, let's see. It, uh, that is located in Santa Rosa. You, accompanied by Agent Rogers here, um, also representing New Vistas magazine. And Rogers will be posing as your editor. Uh, uh, no, actually, I'm going to change that. Rogers will be posing as your photographer. Uh, and the three of you will will meet with the press junket there, where you'll get on a tour bus and together with the group, drive up the hill to Somnambula headquarters. Okay. Um, what <clears throat> is uh, Agent, Agent Rogers' uh, name? Uh, Harley Corliss. Harley Corliss. Wonderful. Rogers tries out a new accent. I'm Harley Corliss. Pleased to meet you. You know what? Can I pull that I off? Think <laughs> I, I like that. I think you should keep doing it. Reggie <laughs> <laughs> just stares everyone at the table down. That's called support. Acting. <laughs> Acting. 
Oh, right. Well, listen, gentlemen, this and this is uh, this is Harley Corliss talking. This is Agent Rogers talking. He says, uh, I've been filled in on your background. I know that you guys have a, a bit of a reputation. Uh, I know that you sometimes go uh, off the reservation. I'm excited to be working with you guys in the field. We will take care of this situation one way or another. I also want to assure you that I've got four of my best men who will be out in the surrounding area. Just in case we need backup, you can depend on us. Nash just, he, you know, like stares into his eyes trying to judge, you know, his, his you know, true intention. Like, you know, he he's unsure because he knows that Banto is in this, you know, for himself. Reggie just so like, Reggie fell for that. He 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 saw that as like permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a crazy fucker. It's fine, whatever. Uh, no, he, do you uh, okay? Any kind of skill that you have that you can throw at that? Uh, I mean, I have psychology at plus one. There you go. All right. Yeah. So do a psyche roll. Add your psychology skill. Tell me the highest total. Oh, I got a seven. Boom. Okay. Um, you get two things. He definitely does seem to be sincerely excited about such an unusual mission. He definitely seems to be telling the truth when he says that he's excited about doing such an off-the-reservation mission with you guys. You get the opinion that maybe uh, he spends a lot of time doing paperwork or kind of standard security jobs. So he's he's excited about this. But you know what? You also notice... A little bit of a facial tick. One eye twitches just a little bit. He's holding something back. On the old. Okay. So he, you know, he, he holds his gaze for like a minute. Like there's, he doesn't say anything. And then he's just like, he nods slowly. And Rogers, by the way, holds your gaze. He's I will hold you to that. Classic staring contest. I think you can tell. He he recognizes that you're trying to read him. And he goes ahead and he looks at you sternly the entire time and lets you. Okay. I know something he doesn't know. (laughs) 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 Does he respond to my comment? Uh, Your comment about... I'm going to hold you to that. He smiles. He, he nods again. He lets it go for now. All right. Well, then it's tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll pick you guys up at uh, 8 o'clock a.m. at uh, the, what is it, Anxious Arms? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I would recommend that you guys wear a sort of casual, casual professional business clothing. New Vistas is... Um, uh, it, it's it's not a it's not a trade magazine. It's a it's a it's a magazine for the layperson that tries to explain medical technology and neurological issues in ways that are uh, accessible to the layman. So you want to go in casual business attire. You might want to spend the rest of the evening, uh, you know, at uh, shopping. Oh, pick out oh. some pick out some clothes for yourself. Are, are we going to be armed at all? The two men look at each other, and uh, yeah, we've got you covered. As a matter of fact, why don't you come out to the parking lot? Ooh. Nash gets up because he has no intentions of paying. 
<laughs> he gets up and starts to walk towards the door. I don't even have any money. <laughs> uh, Bento, Bento runs his phone over the pay scanner. He handles the meal. And you guys go out to the parking lot where he's got this beautiful sedan. He opens up the trunk. Inside the trunk is a case. He opens up the case. And inside there are uh, a few different kinds of weapons as well as kinetic body armor, which will be worn under your street clothes. Do you guys... So, Reggie, yeah. Reggie gets flustered. So you guys will be wearing uh, death suits, which is a uh, woven textile nanofibers that can fit underneath your street clothes. And this will give you a plus one armor uh, a defense bot mod. Uh, and he also points in the small, in the corner of the, of the case, there's a smaller case. <clears throat> he opens that up and there are two compression guns. And these are plastic. So they won't be scanned. They don't fire any bullets. They fire compressed air. They have a range of 30 feet. They're non-lethal. And, uh, and, and also street legal, as a matter of fact. Hmm. Compression guns, you call them? Yep. These are uh, they're the just handguns, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Nash snatches one, sticks it in the, you know, Back in his small of his back in his waistband. Uh, is the armor more like almost like a foldable fabric suit, almost like a like a like a skin? Or yeah, is it it's like a it's like a um it has about the thickness of you know like um like long johns the skiers wear under their ski suits. Mm-hmm. So it's you know like a sixteenth of an inch thick. Um it doesn't it doesn't fold as easily as cotton because it's got yeah textile fibers interwoven into it but uh you can you can take a shot from like a from like a 22 at medium range and it will repel that it's a plus one defense mod okay i just as far as transportation i'm thinking like it just kind of like sticks under his arm i guess is like a little bundle oh he's got a couple satchels so you know you guys can take the you guys can take the armor and the the weapons put them all in these satchels now you look like tourists. Okay. How many uses do we get out of the print, uh, the compression gun? Is it a single fire weapon or? Oh, no, no, no. You have to give it, uh, it's about three seconds to recharge, but it's unlimited. Oh, wow, nice. Okay. Handy. Okay. So you guys <clears throat> have got your gear. If, um, if there's anything else you need me for, you can contact me or Rogers directly. Rogers flips his, his note ID over to you guys, so you have a, a one-click contact to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there are no more questions, we'll see you at eight AM tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're good to go. We're good, to, good to go. All right. They uh, they nod. <laughs> Roger shakes both of your hands. He gives you that stern look again. He really does seem excited. And and then they they take off. I like this and guy. I'm going to take off and get some coffee. You guys can talk among yourselves for a minute. Okay. So I, I, I see, like Nash would just kind of stand there and watch them drive away. So I don't know if you go to walk away or if you're just like queuing on. You know. Uh, no, I, I, I probably, I don't know. I'd be standing with you. I, I, I would notice. Reggie would notice that you're, uh, you're staring at them, watching them walk away. All right. What was that about? What were you, what are you thinking? 
You see, we're staring him down. We're making pointed comments. Look, there's... Roger seems like he... I think he really is excited. I don't think he gets out in the field very much, which concerns me by itself. But when he said that they were going to help and they were committed, he had a tell. He his, his, he had a fucking twitch in his eye, and he's not giving us all of the truth. So I don't know. Well, I kind of want to beat it out of him, but <laughs> we, we need them right now. And if he fucks us while we're in there, I will fucking kill him. Here's the only thing I'll say. I think that it's smart to go in knowing that there is no there is no way we should be trusting these people 100%. But I'm sure they don't trust us, trust us 100%. And I'm sure as hell not surprised that they'd be keeping stuff from us. So if he seems overexcited and... Uh, at, at least for now, we can probably just assume that he wants to be out in the field. But if you th- if, if shit goes bad, you know he's the first to go down. He may not be the first, but he will definitely go down. I, I, I mean, I don't trust Bento as far as I can throw him. And I, and I don't know what, what Roger's deal is. And as much as I, I want to find out, I don't want to find out while we're balls deep in, you know, somnambulous headquarters. Well... It won't be the first time shit's gone wrong while we're behind enemy lines. That's true. That's we'll true. We'll be able to improvise. Yeah. Don't you worry. In a, in a field of combat, we've got a lot more leeway. Things go wrong here. We're downtown where we are not afforded the same sort of ability to improvise, as it were. Well, I guess it's a question of how willing you are to improvise in any situation. I myself have no qualms. Over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I, but I guess the fact that he said off the reservation, that's quite a bit more polite than loose cannon, which is the words usually used to describe you. Yeah, yeah, no for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I guess our 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 old lives are burned, I guess, at least for now. So I guess we don't have anything to lose. No, okay. no doubt. Okay, so now you got to find a place to stick Jasper. Let's let's get back to the anxious arms. Uh, get Jasper a place. Find you know a a, a pet hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is anything, anything open anything at the of the night? <laughs> I, I well, assume. Actually, yeah, pet hotels are twenty four hour. Twenty four hour kennels. Yeah, right. Pet. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've never put my cat anywhere other than having somebody come and watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I get so I think they would stop first and shop, right? Mm. So he, Nash has never dressed business casual ever. So like they go into the store and he just kind of like wanders around, like pulling different things off the rack, like eh. Eh? Yeah. Oh no! Is this one of those cuts? Is this one of those seats where we're coming out of the dressing room? Like, hey, what do you think? Oh no, oh, I can do no. better than that because they have these big interactive mirrors where you oh, just yeah. you choose a couple. You just poke your finger in the air. It's like a holographic oh, display, that's... right? You choose a couple items and then you stand in front of the mirror and it shows you wearing whatever it is. That's awesome. Oh yeah, Reggie's having some fun with that. Yeah, Nash has no concept. Like he's got. Like jeans and sandals because it's casual. He's got like Hawaiian shirt, 
At, at one point, he's got like full tuxedo and top hat. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> All right. You nailed it. I, I, think, I, I think we need to uh, talk the lingo too. It's not business casual around these people. It's it's called biz cash. We have to say biz cash. Oh, nice. Oh, so as you say that, I, I imagine like some young girl kind of walks by, you know, like she works at the store. She looks like, are you for real? She comes, you guys need help with anything? There's no people biz cash. It's so, like at this point, Nash has like. She's like, well, let me show you some selections. And she she pages through the menu and filters out a bunch of stuff. And she yeah. says, if you stay within this portion of the menu, you guys should be all right. Thank you very much. Thank, yes, thank you for that. And he looks and he like shudders at some of the options. <laughs> yeah. And then finally settles on, I don't know, something nondescript. Lots yeah. of black and gray, dark blue, you know, navy, whatever. Yeah, Reggie found a nice like like a he's got like the he's wearing like the, the, the dress shirt with the uh like the, the 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 Jesus the blazer and no tie he's got that look on and like khakis and and like boat shoes or not boat shoes what are those like uh yeah boat shoes Can, like can canvas deck shoes canvas deck shoes perfect yes <clears throat> uh, what do you think this is good I like it I take it biz cash baby <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, so our shopping is done. You guys look biz cash. Biz cash AF. <laughs> we drop off. We drop off Jasper. Yep. You're now. Um, oh, and you know the the one thing you might want to do, although there's there's no difficulty, but I'm assuming when you get back to the anxious arms, you're going to try on the armor underneath your biz cash clothing. Get used to moving. It's just a little bit stiff, but you know you can get used to it. Okay. Oh, I just got reminded of something. What happens? I'm sitting here with a. This is. Oh, Jesus. I'm. Okay. With my stats. Have our stats replenished yet? Or am I still at a th- one grace and one might? I mean, we didn't do much between last night and today. I need my grace. I need, <laughs> I need my grace for this. What, what are the wounded stats? Well, I my my base grace is three, and my current is a one, and my base might is two, and my current is a one. From the battle of, uh, a rat- I, think it was, I think it was the rat battle, the rattle, if you will. Okay, the so rattle. that was like three days ago, and you haven't been involved in any serious action since then. Um, so your grace has healed, but you're still negligent might. Okay, that's good. I'll I'll take it. I have my grace. Oh, I feel graceful again. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, to get that point of might back, you actually, um, you should, uh, it'll take another week. And we can speed That's that up right. a little, we can speed that up a little bit if you get some medication, but otherwise just relaxing for a week. Okay, cool. I like, you know, if I got, if I got my grace back, I'm good and I'll, uh, I'll worry about my might later. <laughs> Reggie got his grace back. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Oh, I'm in my biz cash. I'm getting my grace back. <laughs> we're hoping that that it doesn't come to anything too uh, too crazy while we're doing a recon. Oh, I think you're I just mean, gonna have to go ahead and assume that shit's gonna go wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Reggie's involved, so. Well, 
I mean, if we see something, we're certainly going to do something. Anything else you want to take care of before tomorrow morning comes around? Um, so I think, I think going in, Nash would be more on point now. I mean, even when he drank, he didn't drink Ooh. on mission. So now that like we're in ready mode, I, I think he would be okay. We're going to have to talk about that. Uh, you, you said, you know what we could, this is what we can do. So Reggie, Reggie would sort of pull you aside before any of this happens and like probably back in the room. Uh, and say, you know, you said some things while you were, uh, you know, proper tossed off the other night there. Uh, what do you mean exactly? I mean, I know I, I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit. I just was in a not great place. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm good now. We're, we're gonna go get Susie, or we're gonna at least get information. I don't. You don't have to worry about me. I'm fine. All right. You just used the term. You used off the wagon. <laughs> are you? Are you? Sh- should I not have given you that whiskey? I. Well, I mean, I feel like I have needed some time to. Uh, work a few things out, maybe. I there stuff happened before that I don't really like to talk about at all, and it took me to some dark places. But I've been things have been good. I've been fine. It, it's it it it's one of those things that happens, right? I mean, I was doing good, and then I, that right, but happened. wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been there with my whiskey. I had no idea. I don't. Well, I mean, it's never come up. I mean, I can't. I'm like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Look, I blame myself for chip enough. I can't have this on me now. You've got to, you know more for you. We can't do that again. But I want you to know that you said a lot of things. You put a lot of things out there and I heard all of them. What do you mean? <laughs> like, what did I say? You were talking about when you were enlisted. And his, like, his face just kind of goes blank. Okay. Now, I don't want to get too much into it, but I want to. You don't want to trigger it either. It's been, it's been on my mind since you went into your little episode, and I just needed to ask you point blank because. I feel like I caused it, and I don't want to get into this mess again, like with Chip. It's it's not you, it's me, Reggie. Reggie, I just, yeah, I, we're, I think I'll be fine. I, I think I'll be fine. But we're in this together now. So you should be able to lean on me in times like that without me or without tricking me into giving you Something that's going to throw you over overboard. I, no, I mean you. We were. Yeah, I, I I don't want to keep you from doing things that you want to do. I, it's not your. It's not your fault. It's it's my fault. Again, like he's just into the. It's you know yeah. everything is my fault. I Reggie slaps yeah. him. <laughs> wow! Fuck! What? God damn it! The it's fuck, not your man? fault. None of this is your fault. I, I, all right, all right, all right. It's not my. It's, it's nobody's fault. It's, get, get your head right, soldier. 
Get your head right. All right, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's, it's fine. Just don't worry about it. We I'm going to suggest a, a little a little ritual here to, to mark this occasion. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this might be a thought that occurs to Reggie. There's that empty whiskey bottle. Smash it. You want Reggie to do it, or have? What do you mean? Well, I think it's it's symbolic. Look, you know, you're going to stay on the wagon. Oh right. Oh, I want him to smash it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I want you to take this bottle. Okay. And I want you to smash it over my head. I mean, I just smash it on the ground. <laughs> what the hell is that gonna do? It's a. It's a, it's, it's gonna be. It's going to be a ritual for you. Okay, it's going to get your mind right. You're going to look at the bottle. This is the source of my pain, and this uh, intensifies all of the things that make me crazy. And you're going to smash the bottle. Smash it. He looks at the bottle. <laughs> he looks at you. He's like, I, I mean, I guess that's not the strangest thing I've ever heard. I, I, I mean, no, 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 don't, don't half-ass it. You've got to go into it with conviction and purpose and strength. Put all of your your anger, your malice into the, your into your throw. Let it guide your hand. Uh, 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 all right, let, uh, let's. Let's go. Let's go out behind the building. I'll. Uh, we'll go smash the bottle. All right. Now, now that we're out behind the building, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to, 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 to put yourself in that headspace for just a moment, and have that be the last thing you think about, and then release all of that tension into your, into your powerful throw into the ground. So he, he's, they're standing out there in the dark. There's like a lone street light, the cone of, of ugly yellow light that kind of like half lights up the back of the brick building and the dumpster. There's fucking garbage on the outside. And he's just standing there. And he, he looks down at the bottle, empty bottle. Nothing's going to happen. Just kind of stares at it. You're safe. Gets into his head and he just, you know, kind of thinks about all the things that have happened. Uh, you know, the, the, the time that he spent, you know, with the mission, you know, cause Reggie brought it up. So it's kind of like at the surface mm -hmm. and you know, the stuff with, you know, that he talked to, to Martez and you know, the, the things that have all sort of led up to this and his face kind of gets red and he just takes the bottle and he just fucking heaves back and he throws, he's like, I don't need you. There's a very satisfying smashing sound. And, and he looks over to Reggie. There's just like a single tear Reggie rolling down his cheek. Slowly brings his hand up and he uses his thumb and he wipes the tear away. <laughs> oh. you, you did good. Like at any other point, he would have like punched you like the fuck away from it. He just stands there and he takes it. <laughs> Reggie has a weird, uncomfortable tenderness sometimes. I've noticed. I like that. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> He wipes the tear. I wa He wipes the tear away. You did he, good. He, he kind of stands there for a minute. and He just like kind of throws an arm around her sh around your shoulder. And he's like, "Get right, the fuck out of here." Let's just do this. Let's just do it. And he pulls him in for a big old bro hug. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do it. It's happening now. Let's come on. Come on. And I, I think we fade to black with you guys <laughs> hugging in the in the alley amidst the broken glass and the used condoms. 
And, yeah, and then as it as it gets dark, you see like Nash try to pull away, but Reggie pulls him closer. And then all right, that's enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.